just need a change of settings. Hello. Hello. And hello, everyone in the burger place, the diner. Hi, guys. <laughs> so, um, that song I wrote, that was actually the first thing I ever wrote. I wrote it when I was a child. I wrote the little riff. And then, um, since I've been practicing guitar, I've just sort of been developing that over time. And that's sort of what it is now. Uh, the next song I've got for you is nothing more than a drunk party trick, to be entirely honest. It's, um, I wrote it when I was in Liverpool. And uh, I was studying music there at the Paul McCartney School of Music, and there was this one teacher who came and taught us one day, and he played the guitar sitting on his lap like this. His name was Eric Mongrain, and he played this. And we all made fun of him because he could play the guitar and point at girls in the audience at the same time. So we were like, that's genius. So we need to develop that. So um, we went home that night and played around, and I made up this riff. And... Um, Sort of that turned into something that everyone asked me to do every time I went out. So, no. <laughs> but um, after doing that for like a whole year, I guess this piece of music came out of it. And it's called Leaving Liverpool. It's really quite fun because I sort of look down and really concentrate on the guitar and every time I look up, there's more people. It's really nice. <laughs> so um, I think that piece of music for me is sort of like the longest episode of punk ever because I, I played it for a Danish, uh, a Danish comedian. He asked me to go on tour with him and it's sort of the reason why I'm like, I've had a, like a career over the last year and all it is is like a drunken party trick. So every time I play it, I sort of really giggle to myself about it. Uh, this next one, 
I moved to Denmark some years ago and I knew nothing about Denmark when I did move here. I thought it was the capital of Sweden. Jokes aside, like when I was living in England, and I, I, I did, I did. <laughs> but um, but um, basically, my father told me if you move to Denmark, you can get a Danish passport and become a Danish citizen and you know go through with that. So I did move here, and what I did is before I came, I googled Danish people. And please do this yourselves. If you go like on the internet and Google Danish people or just Danes, what comes up is alcohol consumption per head. I know this is very appropriate at a festival, but um, and then the next the next thing is like, I don't know. Then there's all these things about like pretty girls and stuff. So I was just like, that looks like the most amazing place. Yes, ladies. So um, I came here, but my little brother decided he was going to move here, uh, the same as me. So what we did is he came about a month before me, and we got a little apartment just in Nurbol. And um, he told me the Danes are very cold. And every time you talk to them, you, they think you're a liar. Because if I say I'm South African, people think I should be black. So they think I'm lying. So he says it's a very awkward social interaction thing. So he said, you have to say hello to people in Danish. So I was like, okay, how do you say hello to people in Danish? And he'd go, jeg elsker dig. So, true story. So now, I would, go, I would go like down the road, like by a croissant. This is like my first day in Denmark. And I went to the bakery, and I said, jeg elsker dig. And I got, I got that look. Anyway, same thing. Got on the bus. Everything. And I was just like, every, I really thought that everyone really didn't like me here. It was just really cold. And, um, and no one corrected me either. So anyway, about, like about sort of a week and a half in, I got onto the 5A bus. And I said to the bus driver, I asked it, I, um, two zones. And then he said something in the microphone. And the whole bus started laughing at me. And then I was like, okay. I was used to, I was quite down then. And then I walked to the back, and this American guy said to me, why did you tell the bus driver you love him? And my response was, because my little brother's a freaking asshole, that's why. But, and then I had all these flashbacks of people going, and I sort of understood it. But um, in that sort of week, I was um, sort of really, like, emotional and sad, and I missed home a lot. So I was playing a lot of, uh, like, you know, drums and things and African things, and I wrote this piece of music about missing home. So I guess this piece of music came out of it, which is nice, but... Uh, I think everything else was awful. It was a terrible week. But um, uh, this song is called Copenhagen.
Thank you. So, um, I have a. I was just going to leave it at that. I have a. I have a. The funny, like little. I'm going to call it a surprise, but basically, uh, some time ago, I saw a guitar on DBA getting sold way too cheap. It was like an old, um, old Fender. So I. This makes me sound like a bad person, but not, not really. So I wrote to the person. I said, "Look, if you take." That guitar off DBA right now. I'll pay you a thousand krona more. So she did, and then I sort of I, I went to her house and I said, "Why are you selling this guitar?" And she's like, "Well, I sort of got it as a gift, and you know, I don't I don't really know and I don't play it much." And I was and then I was like, "Well, well what do you use it for?" And then you know, she she'd play some songs, and I was like, do, "Do you mind if I play on top of that a bit?" And we had like a little home studio there, and um, I basically you know laid some tracks on it. And then was like, yeah, this is really good. And then I came back the next day, laid more tracks on it. And then the next day did the same thing. And now we have like, I don't know, we have quite a few tracks. But the thing is, because we're always in different places, we never get to practice. But we want to start a band so desperately. So um, when I was asked to come play Scannerboard, they gave me one extra ticket. And um, I, I offered it to this girl. And we haven't practiced much together, but we really want to start a band. So Sophie's going to come out now.
isn't she cool? <laughs> Let's give her a big clap so she can hear us. Woo! Okay. So, um, I think I've only got time for one more. So, uh, here's a new one I wrote. It's called Heading North. I wrote it. I was tour- I was touring in Greenland a while ago, which is the weirdest thing ever, by far. But we went um like. We had the most ridiculous day. We went riding on dog, like dog sleds, you know, huskies and stuff. And because they had like this competition on at the time with all the real dog sleigh guys, we got like seal hunter people to take us, like real Greenland. It was odd. And then um, we had uh, what else? Did we, we went on this boat and looked at icebergs, and then we had um, like whale fat to eat. And we, it's the most ridiculous time ever. But that night, these uh, northern lights came out, and we had the Spanish cameraman with us. And um, whoever you have seen that clip on YouTube, the double rainbow, when they go, double rainbow, oh, fuck. This guy was basically doing that over uh, over Aurora. And it was the funniest thing, because he's a Spanish guy with a camera just staring at this thing, and it was hysterical. So um, that night, I basically came home and wrote this piece of music. I wish I had a better story, but I, I <laughs> that's where it's from. It's a bit country. Thank you so much for staying and watching. It means so much. Take care, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Really. It really means a lot.